This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Because I just went gay all of a sudden. Weapons of class four and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. There is no racial bigotry. Here you are all equally working. All other weapons are restricted. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. You can act like a man! What's the matter with you? Blessed be our new founding fathers and America, a nation reborn. Welcome to the jungle! We got fun and games! Raw dog is long. I had a physical today. This is not a joke. This really happened. Oh, okay. And my, my doctor is like... Did he have big a, fingers? She, a little bit younger than me, blonde and hot. Okay. Oh, dude. Yeah. I always hate this that. This is starting to sound less and less like a doctor visit. I'm I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> is that vivid? She, she's vivid doing office? the... No, dude. Was there a, was there a the, black leather couch? She's doing the, the, exam- of the room. <laughs> <laughs> we were like chit-chatting and getting caught up and everything. And she's doing the exam. And then she does the, you know, you got to do the whole hernia check thing, you know. I swear to God. She's like, okay, you know, just stand up, you know, and, you know, drop your underwear. So I do that and she turns around. So she's like, you know, I'm staying on a little platform thing. So I'm like junk right in her face and she turns around and she goes to reach up and then she goes, oh, I should put gloves on. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I swear to God. It smacked her in the face a little bit. Swear to God. Of course, you would have to have the stand up comedian fucking <laughs> prostate doctor. No, this Shit. is just my regular primary care physician. I was just going in for a checkup. Just getting your oil checked, huh? Yeah, but my right. my wife uh, Larissa switched over to her when we got married <laughs> and got on this, you know, got her on my insurance. Mm. And she's like, "I'll just go to your doctor." I'm like, "Yeah, she's a great doctor, you know." And she comes back, she goes, "He's hot." I'm like, "Right." <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh no. Well, on that note, welcome to the locker room. I'm Tom. <laughs> I'm Matthew. I'm Chuck. Hey, I'm just glad hey. to be here. So uh, last week we <laughs> left off talking about addiction and um, we kind of gave all of our backgrounds on it. Um, yeah. And we just digest version. But our, our, digest. our experience, experience. Wait a minute, um, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. Before we go any further. Oh, yeah. Am I allowed yeah. to tell the entire joke and the punchline to people that hit me up on the social medias? <laughs> Because I know Thomas, well, you sent me too. the you sent me the reworked one, right? And I'm like, it doesn't sting as much. It doesn't sting and, as much, but you get. And when it. I went, when I went, when I listened to the episode, like you bleeped out like the whole, like you know, mm-hmm. what do you call it? And then uh-huh. so it really leaves a lot. So my shit has been blowing up, and I've only <laughs> responded to a couple of people that like that I that I don't know, but only through the show and and my social medias. Right. And right. I was like, I don't. I said I don't think I'm allowed to to say I'm not it on anybody. <laughs> this <laughs> might be uh, one of those in-person ones like real? okay okay i, I just think, wanted to i wanted to triple so, check with all of you because i might <laughs> i might have a way around it why well, I, I sent matt uh 
a a reworked version of the joke that is right. still awful. Sure. It's still awful. But it's not but nearly it's not as... nearly as awful. And and it's not it's not any better. Like morally, yeah. ethically, like when you read the, the actual verbiage, it's not any better. It's but you just... want to you want to hear something like okay. after I told it and your guys' reaction, and then even the day after, and I was like, I honestly thought for most of the day, like what's really that bad about that joke? I thought it was <laughs> <laughs> oh here's the thing. It's, there's it. not there's technically nothing wrong with the joke except for the emotional like connection yeah. people are like people are listening to this going what the fuck is yeah i'm gonna get more so fucking to stop i'm gonna get more to fucking uh, messages and to those of you that i haven't responded to um it's been i'm so i've never got more messages on my instagram in my entire life i swear to fucking christ <laughs> like that's awesome people that i know listen to us but i didn't know listen to us or you know oh. just yeah Right. It's uh, pretty funny. So sorry. Um, I have some some more fucked up ones for tonight, but not I, I don't think I'll get censored, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're working on I, got, I mean, I, that's I, the goal. I, I, well, I got to bring it up to you guys off off uh, off the air, but I think I have a way to I think I have a way to rectify. OK, hold on, because um, I'll tell you my way to rec rectify it. Hold on. OK. Pick on the Browns. That's what but I'm saying. Like, but you I never. Say, but you, I can do it. You know okay. I, okay. I, I have a solution. But I can do it. <laughs> I never said you can put that out there in the world. I said I can. Do it. We need a. We need a token black friend of the. Po oh, that came out wrong. <laughs> I mean, we need a, you know what I mean? Like we need like no, the opinions of Matthew are not necessarily those. Those. Oh, No, we need like. We need like that one black guy. We need that one black guy we're cool with. We can bring him in and be like, "Hey, tell this joke. It'll be funny." We've got so. Many, I can Robert though. Downey Jr. It. <laughs> no, that's oh, very bad. no, <laughs> no, yeah, no. What happened to uh, Dark Tropic Thunder or uh, what's it? The Snowball. 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 I still talk to Snowball here and there. I bet you he would have he'd laughed his ass off at that joke. Oh, fuck yeah, he would have. <laughs> Snowball would have told you how to make it better. Yeah, hundred <laughs> uh, percent. Okay, we are treading on some okay. very thin ice yeah, and right. leading into our addiction <laughs> okay. episode. Wow. This went south real quick. Yeah. All right. Oh, so let's man. get back on. Let me plug in my computer here. That'll probably help. There we go. All right. Um, so we, we dabbled a little bit into our history with addiction. I think for me, that was more of a, like, how full of shit are we kind of admission? Like, you know, we're not claiming to be experts. Like n none of us have our right. master's degree in addiction medicine. Sure. But no. at some point, you or even like a weekend at a fucking community college training court. Like none of that. But we just <laughs> well, we just lived no, our I lives. Have, <laughs> I have that equivalent. What was it? Like, what was it called? Oh, yeah. I have. You and, I have you, and, you and Chuck. Yeah. Training. Yeah. Well, we what was it called back in the day? Uh, the learning annex. Like peer you know support. <laughs> the learning annex. <laughs> oh my god! That's where you got your GED. Anyway, so I, I just wanted to clarify for people that the, uh, beyond Matt's question about having to hear that joke from a some per person, but uh, we're not claiming to be uh, saints, like Real no people, um, experts, lovable, you know. Oh, sorry, but we're not we claiming to be highly knowledgeable on the subject. No, in a, this in is a therapeutic setting. Oh, this is <laughs> personal experiences only. We're talking right, about our right, personal right. dealings and experiences. With Matt freezing and having a goofy ass smile on his face <laughs> every fucking time. <laughs> He's back. I heard. So, I heard everything though. Oh, good. Keeps telling my so, internet connection's unstable. My wife's in Europe, 
and nothing <laughs> is streaming. I don't understand. I think I have shitty internet, guys. You, you look okay. You're moving. You're moving now. You're still moving. Oh. Is he fucking with us? Oh, oh, for no. A second. no, he's going to go no. back to the. Uh, I'm gonna go back to where I get three bars. Go back to where you were. Okay. Yeah, he, he okay, went to the Now, now. <laughs> Oh Jesus! Now, I, 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 Can you hear oh, me now? I, I, no, no, we can't. <laughs> and three, I love the fact that hit two, two, one. Oh my gosh! No, oh, and that that time he went Matrix on us. He went <laughs> robotic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Agent Smith. So anyway, that's a disclaimer. Oh, there's hey. So I. As we're talking about tonight, because tonight we're going to get into some statistical oh. stuff and some actual, like, I guess the more intellectual side of it, not the personal side of it. Boring numbers bullshit. Well, <clears throat> I, yeah. I mean, it's, I know, it's, but it has it's to be done. theoretical debate. Um, God, I mean, you should have called out sick. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt and I talked about something, and it's uh, a question that I've had for a long, long time. Um, it's one that I flip flopped on, to be honest. Yeah, we're not hmm. talking about you being gay. We're talking about <laughs> that was never a question. First of all, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's one of those things where we've always just known. We just never had to tell them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, anyway, anyways. so as we get into um, this question, is what is the nature of addiction? alcoholism drug addiction because what's the first thing everybody's going to tell you when they talk about addiction <gasps> drugs are bad okay it's after that <laughs> immediately after that when they go it's a disease and the question is if you've ever known somebody with cancer right or lupus or mm. you know multiple sclerosis right. or you know, is there a singular sclerosis? <laughs> no, they only have multiple, in multiples. You have to buy a 12 I pack, of, I a 12 pack, pack. of sclerosis. I got you. I got you. <laughs> and so, um, would you, when you have those, when you're around people that actually have legit diseases like right. cancer and stuff like that, right. you develop a deep rooted understanding of, I think, what a disease is. In, in many, many cases. Right. Right. And in comparison. Then, to, yeah, yeah. I, I got you. I see where you're going with this. When you talk about alcoholism, drug addiction, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you will often hear people who have been through cancer, stuff like, you know, multiple sclerosis, all right. those things we just named. Right. They right. will go, mm, yeah, but I can't cure my cancer by just not drinking vodka. Right. 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 So there is this big debate on whether it's. I mean, you wish you could. Right. Whether it's an addiction that is a, 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 a choice or whether it's a disease and needs medical treatment. And I thought that would be an interesting place to start because we all we can all say that there is a there is enough evidence to show that addiction is genetic right we are predisposed yeah, to addiction predisposed issues to based on it's not like oh my grandfather was an alcoholic so i'm destined to be an alcoholic no but if your grandfather or your father or your mother or everybody mm. was an alcoholic there's a greater chance that you will become an alcoholic but sure. it, i get you I mean, that's the 
that's, that's by that definition redheaded being a redhead is a disease by that definition <laughs> it's we a call, recessive we call, disease <laughs> we call that the asshole trickle down you know what I'm saying if your grandfather was an asshole your dad was an asshole more than likely you're gonna be an asshole, you're an asshole. yeah until so you break that cycle but again breaking a cycle of abuse they talk about a breaking a cycle of abuse can be done with therapy and with not beating your children and i would right. argue that breaking the cycle of addiction can be done with therapy and not smoking crack yeah sure. therapy and because there needs to be some medical intervention you got to have yeah. a dry out period you get you know straight but <clears throat> for me well, we, struggle... so we should get into that but go ahead yeah so the the struggle for me with that with that addiction is a disease thing and it it takes ownership out of the addict's hands it, sure, it gives, sure it gives an excuse uh, oh sure. it's, it's this disease i can't control it and for somebody like me who tries to uh in my own life i try to do things and and make myself more mentally tough and and be able yeah. to you know the whole be comfortably being uncomfortable and just, you know, not like this rah-rah freaking, you know, shit, but just in my own daily life. And that I look at that person, I'm like, well, you're a fucking pusillanimous. Mm -hmm. Like you right. can't you can't get a hold of your own shit long enough to not stick a needle in your fucking arm. I'm sorry, there what there what now? Pusillanimous. Yeah. The longest arm of pussy. Yeah, that's the proper. That's where the word yeah. "pussy" came from. It has nothing yep. to do with female genitalia. Sorry, yep. ladies. Just making nothing sure. To do. Has nothing to do with your fucking. Has nothing to do with your spine. fucking meat curtain setup down there. Okay, nothing to do with that at all. Wow. <laughs> wow. That Arby's roast beef sandwich. Done. We have the, the horsey <laughs> sauce. The horsey sauce. But no, but but horsey, seriously, yeah. like for me, I I look at people like that, and I'm like, I'm like, why can't you just fucking do it? You know, I was, you know, doing stupid, like we talked about, you know, last week, I was doing stupid shit and I just was like, well, oh, I need to stop. And I just fucking stopped. Well, to be well, fair, we talk, the, we talk, the state penitentiary we, had a, you know, hand in helping you. Yeah, but I stopped other some... shit before that. No, 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 I know. But that's my <laughs> and point. To, and like, you know, you know, goddamn good and well, you can get shit in fucking prison just as easy. Oh, as you no, get out on the I, I absolutely. I just meant that between the military and prison, you had some really big like life altering interventions right yeah but and no not every, not everyone's worried not everyone's as well right. you know exactly like, that's, yeah. and i and i and i get that too yeah. but to but to to use the addiction as a disease to me is like a crutch it's it's oh. it's a fucking excuse uh, it's something I, I you can it. always fall back on and and i just don't I don't under I don't understand that like, like I don't, thomas was saying you know yeah, I'm yeah, with there's you guys, diseases that are diseases sure I mean, I get it. I don't. Yes, I agree with you guys. I don't get it either. I try to kind of keep my opinions in, in obviously in the general public. Here we are in an open forum between friends, so we can say whatever the fuck we want and get ridiculed for it because we're friends. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, just, it's just the way it goes. But I mean, I'm with you. It's hard for me to call, again, comparing something to, you know, knowing people who have and have had HIV, who cancer, you know excuse me, leukemia, all, all this other shit, you know, it's like, and then having addiction to, um, to a substance, which you chose to do to start doing. Right. Like there's a process, and, like the, the needle right. doesn't mm -hmm. actually get stuck in your arm. You don't accidentally, you know, right. freaking snort well, a fucking rail. You don't, well, as, as I say, you, you travel down the rabbit hole. 
you travel down the rabbit hole. You know what I'm saying? Right. The travel, you know, Plymouth Rock doesn't land on you. You 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 boarded the ship and you you got there. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just how it goes. So I I'm I'm with you, Thomas. I'm with you, man. As far as I, I have a hard time grasping around it. I'm putting my head around cool. the, calling it the seas, but I'm also not a special, not not a therapist, not a not somebody who's specialized in that. Chuck, what about those kids that <clears throat> are born in uh, like methods and shit like that? Because there's one in my family, and the child is born addicted to uh, methamphetamine and opiates at the same time. The child was really fucked up, and it's still fucked up, and had to be on special medication for withdrawals. Um, sure. as an infant and so right, I, right. I would say like in those cases like it can be considered somewhat of a disease because it wasn't at, that child's okay, at that time at period. that time but here's at the thing time, that time yeah here's where they're still going to be, be predisposed fucking, later in life i mean you guys know me this is where i get to come in and be the fucking no i'm sorry flag on the play that is an injury okay mm. okay this is a child who would have been fine had he not been addicted to drugs in utero that was not a decision of that child's that was a condition inflicted upon him much like a bruise or a broken bone or a split lip that's an injury when you're born addicted to drugs you have been injured as a result of somebody else's bad fucking decision making yeah their negligence yeah and then you have years and years and years of not having the ability to keep doing the drugs because Correct. you don't even know what the fuck's going on you were right, born right. that way but that does beg the question are you and there's not really enough evidence you know for or against it are you predisposed from that to eventually you know go down that path and and start doing those drugs again right. well, or yeah, you know i think i think that's ingrained in uh, I, i'm 100 i am why i mean i'm scots irish and russian let's face it i'm hardwired for alcohol as a reward system the way a dog is hardwired for oscar meyer wieners right it's <laughs> wieners, <laughs> wieners. <laughs> um I, but here's the thing um for me if how do i put this if you can there's a difference between a disease and an illness right right there is right there are mental illnesses right Post-traumatic stress disorder is considered a mental illness. It's a condition of the mind that with treatment can be, you know, augmented, cured, you know, assisted, whatever, whatever. Right. Right. But that's not something that you can't, Hey, if I just don't drink water, I won't have PTSD. Right. Ooh. <laughs> I got something. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. You, did you drink water and get PTSD? <laughs> Interesting. No, no. You no. should see what we've drank I mean, water I did from. Drink Thomas. the water in Lejeune. So, <laughs> true. There is that. I we've all seen that those water. Yeah. <clears throat> no, but something something interesting. Now, this it's kind of weird because you you got people who have attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, or there's like a bunch of different. There's like three different levels of ADHD now. I, um. But I remember 1975. How you doing? Yeah. Remember so 77. So the doctor. Wait, wait, wait. What are we talking about? The ADHD. 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 So, ADHD. Uh, Squirrel. Speaking with the doctor. Oh, I see um, you were mad. Did I fell right the fucking. <laughs> no, we both. Sorry, man. Sorry, Chuck. Go ahead. So the doctor says those who have ADHD that goes untreated and if they start to self-medicate or whatever, because there's a, a certain amount of epinephrine 
the dopamine, the dopamine that doesn't get released yeah. into the body like a normal person, right? So a lot of times, if they don't go like treated with like medication or whatever because they don't like it or whatever the whatever it is, um, they're easily addicted to caffeine, mm-hmm. um, cigarettes, nicotine, um, alcohol, um, other addictive behavior such as eating or you could possibly go into sex or whatever if sex addict, I guess, but. <clears throat> there is a scientific basis behind it that there are certain things that don't get released. And then when they drink, there's numerous studies behind it that when these people who drink through are not, um, you know, being medicated or under the care professional of a doctor or whatever, they they drink and they're able to get those uh, dopamine levels released into their body when they have a few drinks. Right. Mm -hmm. So then they're like, Oh, okay. I like this. I feel normal, like a normal person. That's why when they go to a party, they're like, Oh, whatever. They have a couple beers and they're like, Hey, I'm normal again, whatever. Because now the dopamine is being released into their body. Now, could you say if they became addicted that that would be a disease for them? Or do you think that the ADHD would have been the disease all along? What if they went to the gym to kick off their dopamine? They could. They could, here's they the could thing. go to the gym, but some people don't go to the gym and it's only for a short period of time. But they say when the brain is activated, such as something that stimulates but it. Like see, I don't believe ADHD is a disease so that anything spawns as I'm a not result of I'm having just... ADHD can't be a disease. Right? Yeah, I'm, like, I'm, with, I'm, with, I'm with you on that one. It's, I'm just saying those that you, you could it. argue that's more well, of a that's, mental illness. Yeah, that, you know, it's, that's, it's, that's treatable. And I, right. Well, and also, okay, so what's a mental illness, right? So this is where you get into like, now, as people are trying to discover, you know, we used to call them idiot savants, right? But yeah. they couldn't they couldn't hold a conversation to save their fucking life, but they could play Mozart hearing it once, having never had a piano lesson, right? There, that's would you say that that person is, you know, not normal? Yeah, because most normal people can't do that. But it's not necessarily a mental illness. It's just that their brain's wired completely differently. Right. right? So there's where I get into like, you can say something is a mental illness, but I think with ADHD, it's Mm -hmm. literally your brain is wired differently. It's, yeah. It's, and again, that goes back. Well, that's why it responds. It responds so well to certain treatments of exactly. medications that exactly. that right. fix that chemical like that. imbalance that that you have going on. Now I'm going to throw you guys for a little loop. Okay, um, I want this I is like where we loops. get into a little bit of the boring part, but I I think it's fascinating. If this is um, if it's a disease, right? Diseases kind of spread through a population in percentages, right? Correct. Right. So the average percentage rate for uh americans with drug or alcohol addiction problems in the united states is about 10 percent of the population okay so if we're if we're at about for you know 260 million americans that's 26 million americans with addiction problems right damn it seems like, like a big all, number. All encompassing. Does, does all encompassing, pot, is that yeah, like coffee, does, weed? Like, you know, no, is I that think everything, drug, everything? Like, like, like hardcore drugs and alcohol. I don't think it's oh, all shit. addiction. Okay. That, that's a lot. Okay. Right. 10%. Now, if diseases run, it, it, diseases run like percentages based, right? Right. Unless there are external factors. For example, not many people come down with the black lung disease that aren't coal miners. Right. 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 
so we can we can we also can understand the the causation correlation all those okay do you know what the drug and alcohol abuse rate is for police officers nationally compared to for civilians i think i have Uh, more than 26 percent. i would say it is i got it right here 25 to 30 percent okay so you know what the average rate for a drug and alcohol addiction on veterans returning from deployment is 25 percent. oh yes yeah so if there's a there's a higher number yeah there is a higher i'm just talking about the 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 overall generic percentage rate of veterans coming home is 25%. Cops is 25 to 30%. Whether those numbers are even Damn. like, let's say they're 5% off, which is a big percent, right? Mm-hmm. Right. That's still nowhere near 10%, which is what the normal average population rate is. Mm-hmm. So if you see okay. a bunch of people living in a neighborhood, they get cancer. You have to like examine the drinking water and look at the the fucking. No, you, you got to burn that neighborhood down to the fucking right? ground. That's what like, I'm saying. That you got to check the, Right. <laughs> well, that's because when you see a cluster of cancer, Matt said, "What's in the grenade?" Well, right, but you, when you see a cluster of people getting cancer, you have to look at what is that common denominator. Yeah. Well, yeah. when when the when the when the rate of alcohol and drug abuse for a certain percent of percentage of the population triples because they get into the military or get into law enforcement. You can't fucking blame it on, you know, anything other than the obvious. Now, obviously you can argue, well, the kinds of people that are drawn to military and law enforcement careers might be predisposed. Okay. Well, but really how many it's the, the obvious answer is usually the correct one. And the correct one is probably the fucking job. Right. Yeah, because I've seen a lot of people who are like, they're not type A personality people. They've just seen some fucked up shit, and then they turn to drinking as a coping mechanism, and you'd never have guessed that they would have been predisposed to any type of alcohol abuse or consumption, and then right. next thing you know, they saw some rough shit, and they're like, mm, I'm going to start drinking, and they drink because it helps numb the pain or numb the thoughts, and next thing you know, they're fucking head over heels, fucking alcoholics. Well, it wasn't until the 50s that alcoholism got classified as a disease, right? I think it was like 1956. <clears throat> and then I looked up some Supreme Court precedent, like legit, like it may not be the federal Supreme Court in my own state, but there were a couple of cases that were decided where, and, and this is how you get that alcoholism, as far as I can tell from my research, this is how it's referenced that alcoholism was determined to be something that people were at risk of for their health. Okay. And that they had a hard time like doing, you know, it's, it's kind of like breathing and eating and drinking and then alcoholism and drugs. It becomes part of, I need this to survive. So back before they understood a lot about psychology, they considered that, Oh, it must be an illness of the body. Right. And then, uh, there's court precedent cases where they were saying, well, is alcoholism a crime? You know, you'd arrest somebody for being the town drunk. And they said, well, no, it's more of a, uh, it's more of a medical condition or it's more of an illness than it is a crime. It's not that these people are intent. I'm going out tonight <clears throat> and I'm getting shit face drunk and I'm going to be the town drunk tonight. 
unlike no. you know hey i'm gonna go burglarize that house it's not a conscious necessarily you know it's not necessarily a conscious choice so that was like the 60s when they're like well these court decisions are saying it's if it's not criminal it must be a medical condition and if it's a medical condition it's a disease and if it's a disease then insurance would cover it and mm-hmm. now you have the multi-million dollar probably multi-billion dollar addiction medicine industry yeah we here's a crazy thing that okay the betty ford clinic is which i have a, a an article with and they do a lot of substance abuse alcohol abuse things like that if you're in law enforcement and you check yourself in to the betty ford clinic your work will pay for it if you do so before mandated by your agency if you're mandated by your agency you get in trouble you're going to be stuck paying for it pretty much out of pocket but if you check yourself in prior for many agencies it will be covered under workers comp hmm. wow that's weird it's 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 crazy right and because it, yeah. it's it so shows that you're taking you're noticing that you're having a problem you go and get it handled and it, nine times out of ten it's stemming from job and it's you now think? a job related injury but if you get fucked up and you get caught let's say like out here there was that sheriff who got he he was on the job deuce and there's happened in other places in the country crashed their cruiser or whatever and right. now they're like hey you fucked up you were drunk you're now you're gonna get fired he's like but i have a problem they're like you should have figured that out before right now i'm not saying that's right or that's wrong or indifferent whatever but at the same time you should have had a conscious effort to know not to do that on the job but now it's not going to be covered but if you were to check yourself in before and be like hey i have a problem i need to go get help and you go and get help it'll be covered i guess it, i mean the way you're describing it i guess it has to do with uh, continual care after um after employment from an insurance standpoint which kind of mm-hmm. makes which kind of makes sense if you're fired if you're fired from the job let's take the law enforcement out of it if you're right. fired from a job because of because of drinking right and you got into an accident so you're a driver for ups uh and you crash the motherfucker because you you know they got you working you know late hours and whatever blah, blah blah and shit's going on at home you've been drinking they're gonna fire you you're no longer covered by their you know what I'm saying? They're not, you're not right. covered by, by mm-hmm. you're not longer covered by their policy. You're not yeah, the employee, therefore they're not right. responsible to cover you. I guess I, that I guess that well, so that's make, the phrase. And anybody in the cops that understands the phrase course and scope, right? And and if you guys, Matt, I don't know if they use this. I, I understand course in the scope. military. Yeah, right. Yeah, and Margaret, course and scope is nope. just Thank the you. general performance of your duties as they are understood and assigned right got it in the in the course of your duties and within the sure. scope of your authority right sure uh-huh. <clears throat> so if in in what you're talking about if you are acting outside the course and scope of your authority and duties right if you're doing something other than what's expected you if you're behaving in a manner that's against policy sure right? then you are not covered under workers comp. You're not covered under like, you're not covered. That's like, Hey, you know, you were the one driving the tram through the amusement park parking lot in an S formation with all the passengers aboard this. That was not what we trained you to do. If somebody gets hurt, they can sue you personally kind of a thing. You know, Mm -hmm. I think there's a big component of that when it comes to, um, what you do on the job as far as like what who's going to pay for what sure but i think 
that that really speaks to Chuck talking about like these programs are like, well, as long as you come to us first, then cool, we'll pay for it. Right. But the guy that gets in trouble first, they're like, well, you're just trying to get out of trouble. So now fuck you. Right. And it it didn't used to be that way. I mean, after a few black guys are like, okay, this is being abused. Right. And that's when they had to get stricter on it. So there's always a couple people who kind of abuse the system and it really fucked over other people who are struggling because I mean, when you're struggling, how do you know to ask for help? Like, how do you get to that point? Like if you're so fucked up all the time, you know, like you almost have to hit well, the first step help. to recovery is to admit that you have a problem, Chuck. Right. <laughs> but it takes people a long time to admit that they have a fucking problem. And generally it's hitting rock bottom, you yeah. know, and whether right. that's the, rock the bottom at work or rock bottom at home, hopefully it's right. at home. So you don't get in fucking trouble at work, you know? And depending on how fucked up you are, you hit that rock bottom and you think this ain't rock bottom and you fucking <laughs> you get the shovel out and you start fucking going a little deeper. You know, what's right. funny is for me, I've never and, and this may be why I'm much more disciplined than say my grandfather was is because I watched him. And so I have always I, I, I don't have to hit rock bottom. I just have to have the warning fucking bell go off in the cockpit that I'm my aircraft's getting a little too low. You know what I mean? Mm. Like. Like I guess I'm hyper yeah. hypersensitive and hyper aware of it. Maybe this may I don't know, Matt. You had you had a much better time as in having a worse time as a juvenile than I did. <laughs> I <know>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and you were and you not not that you were a saint by no, any means. No. But you were the I had a line. You had a line and and you would watch me cross yeah, your line sure. and and were there to make sure nobody got seriously injured or killed um i've been a libertarian since day one but, i was like if you want to do it that's fine i'll watch out for you but yeah i don't fucking have to do it it's cool yeah um so yeah so you've you sat there and saw us do shit like that mm-hmm. it's kind of like the the sibling thing you know like the like i have a younger sister who's five years younger than me she saw me do a bunch of stupid shit and saw what my parents did and learned like oh, i ain't gonna fucking do that I ain't fucking, right you know right. i'm not gonna do that so so as far as treatment op- like okay so we're talking about um, obviously veterans and police officers, and I'm sure firefighters, I don't have the statistics, but I'm sure they have a higher rate up there. Right? Yeah. They see some fucked up shit too. You got to yeah. imagine. Mm, so you, it, it, I know well, doctors and nurses have high addiction rates to pills, especially because they have access to it. Right. 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 So, um, one of the <laughs> questions like, I, I we got, house. <laughs> God, that was such a good oh, fucking show. I fucking love that, that really show. Don't awesome. even bring oh. That really was. That really was. House was really. He was good. a professional yeah. asshole. He, yeah, he is what like any asshole worth uh, aspires to be. That yes. aspires to yes. be house. Yes, like yes. you yeah. can tell people. To Although that's not a real themselves. position within the medical field. There's no diagnostician. That's not a real thing. But anyway, <laughs> so we got a message from a listener, and I'll say, uh, he said he was. Um, he was asking about dealing with depression and anxiety. And I saved this because I wanted to save this question for our addiction episode, dealing with depression, anxiety, whole life. They're 30, uh, started going to therapy for it. And someone recommended ketamine, ketamine therapy. Ooh, special K. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, who who is this asking for a friend? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Sleepless in Seattle. Uh, so no, he just says any, any one of us uh, have done it or, uh, have, have we thought about it? Pros and cons. So I'll say I've not done it. I've um, abused it. 
Well, I mean, yeah, I've not done, <laughs> I have never done ketamine therapy. Matt has never done ketamine specifically therapy. Yeah, I've, done, therapy. A lot of, I've done a lot of ketamine, just not, for, not therapeutic for therapeutic reasons right, at right, all. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I can't honestly, like I've never, I've never done ketamine, but so Let's start with LSD. They, they still do that for, th- I mean, because LS, LS, LSD was therapeutic. Okay. We're LSD on the same page. was yeah. therapeutic. So, right. like, LSD was, was invented for psychotherapy. For, yeah. And honestly, like, with all the research they're doing into mushrooms nowadays, I, oh, I yeah. honestly believe that they were onto something. And I don't know whether it was political or whether it was law enforcement, whatever it was that caused, you know, hallucinogenics to be for the research of hallucinogenics for therapeutic purposes to be discontinued. I would love to know, I would love to really delve deep into why, um, because now we are learning so much about people with bipolar disorder and people with other, you know, mental illnesses and they do the mushroom therapy, right? Like yeah. Joe Rogan's always talking. I mean, I only know this cause Joe Rogan will talk about this for like, no, dude, mushrooms are great. I've been dying to do some straight. again. I've been trying to put together a few heads at, <laughs> rent a house out in joshua tree and just fucking frolic for the weekend like like, like have a sweat lodge and do a native yeah. american fucking no dude, nothing that fuck i'm gonna eat some fucking mushrooms and wander around the desert no tonight, i'm you know? t- like young guns yeah <laughs> well, that was that was peyote and i, I will never peyote. fucking do peyote again fuck that shit by the way wow. everybody notices the again it's my favorite yeah. part of that sentence. yeah no fuck that that scared me fuck that do you do you remember what you did i remember the dirt bike do you remember dirt the dirt bike? bike? I the remember the dirt, dirt bike. Yeah, that was in yeah, me running up and down the street with a fucking stick in my hand going <laughs> rain, rain, rain. <laughs> to this day, honestly, in my in my mind, I was riding a fucking dirt bike. Like I know I've been told what I was doing, but like no, like in my mind, I was riding a fucking dirt bike. Right. That's scary shit. <clears throat> now you when running? you talk <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was You're running with running a fucking with a stick, stick in my hand. And <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And I even, I was, was told I stopped, to watch. I stopped and held onto one stick and threw my leg over the imaginary bike <laughs> to get off. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah. That All on the shit. same streets. Years later, we would take a, my son's green machine and take, take it down those same hills that you ran mm-hmm. down with your stick and we would roll it and die. It was funny. Yeah. Uh, so when you talk about therapeutic use of mushrooms or therapeutic use of ketamine or therapy. Okay. So I'm, I'm the first one to tell you that number one, um, if it weren't for medical research, the opium poppy would never have made modern surgeries possible. Yeah. Okay. So, we'd still be stuck on ether. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so don't like, I'm, I'm a hundred percent in favor of God gave us this bountiful harvest of, you know, plants and asked us to subdue the whole earth. And if that means we get to use opium poppies or marijuana plants, or, you know, hell you can, you make vodka from potatoes and whiskey from corn. And like, there's, there's lots of great things in moderation. Right. Yeah. So when it comes to studying, I'm all for it. I'm all for that studying of it. I just don't, I, I don't know how to feel when somebody goes, Hey, should I use ketamine in therapy? Well, are you talking about like just jamming a bunch of freaking doses? (laughs) Like, are you talking about like a clinic where they're like, okay, sir, we're going to give you five milligrams of ketamine. (laughs) 
Like, yeah, it's it sounded like and and God, would they just do that too? Get just give you a bottle of fucking ketamine, or would you have to go in like a fucking methadone clinic and just go in there and get your dose? And well, I think you can probably go in there and get your dose that you just take home with you, like the thirty day supply. You could probably get away with doing that once if you fuck it up. Like if you come yeah. back uh, like three days I don't later see them after giving a thirty day supply, you're like, hey. yeah, I don't see them giving. I don't see the. I don't see the 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 wisdom in giving an addict a bottle of fucking pills like that no, you know it's I not mean, ibuprofen you know it's fucking fucking ketamine yeah well so but if you do start that um therapy we're interested to know how it goes and yeah because there was let me know we can meet the... in person and talk about it <laughs> um <laughs> like bring but, some samples so i i don't know i so um here Here's another issue I had. So it's not alcoholism anymore. Do you guys know this? Well, what the fuck is it now? It's alcohol huh? use disorder. No, it's alcoholism. <laughs> fuck I know, that. You right? don't get to pretty mm-hmm. shit up. It means the same That's fucking weird. thing. You don't get to yeah. fucking pretty shit up. That's like the yeah. chomo thing. Oh, the, not a, no, I'm maps? not okay with that. Minor attracted persons. Maps. Uh, fucking ch- chomo. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. yeah the no. wood chipper don't fucking care. Yeah, you're a kid. <laughs> you're a kid toucher. That's. So I, I don't know. I, I, as we, as we think about these issues, I always think about like, okay, I, I'm fully aware of my uh, proclivities when it comes to enjoying, you know, alcohol as a stress reliever or alcohol at a party or yeah. like, I, I, it, t- I it took me a while to get to the party, but once I got there, I felt myself, you know, quite at home. <laughs> uh, but I also am very careful about like, hey, I don't want to be the town trunk. And I, I feel like we've gotten into this weird place society-wise where there's a lot of things that are like heroin. Being addicted to heroin is more acceptable than being a, a quote-unquote alcoholic, right? Like, Or like, being oh, a fucking smoker. It's or more being a okay. Smoker. Oh, my God. It's Smokers okay are the to- worst. You you'll walk by somebody in Hollywood shoving a needle in their arm and not think twice. You walk by somebody and you smell a cigarette, like, oh, that's disgusting. It's like, what the fuck? Right. right. <laughs> so I I think we're getting to that point where it's kind of flipped on its own head. And we, I'll give we you- call it we call it the Portland. <laughs> the Portland. <laughs> the Portland. <laughs> nice. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I don't know. I just when I get on to this whole subject, I really, as, as somebody who's married to a woman with a disease, yeah. um, when I hear people say, oh, it's, I have a disease, you know, well, I'm sorry, put the fucking cupcake and chicken wing down. Obesity is not a disease. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's how a condition. Dare you. <laughs> how dare you talk about delicious cupcakes like that, you son of a bitch. Uh-huh. I don't know. I just, I've, I've it's always- not even a condition. It's a fucking it's an illness. It's a it's an effect. Yeah, I mean, I guess obesity you're just re- is an effect. It's not a it's not a condition. Well, I guess unless you have thyroid. Yeah. Well, if you have a th- yeah, but, yeah, but I'm talking like morbid. I'm not talking about someone who's a little yeah, thick, yeah. someone who can stand like to that, lose. That's my six hundred you know. pound life that has that fucking. Fat oh, that, yeah, that, like see, those, that's, like that's <clears throat> that's no. So that's no. the original. Like gluttony is one of the the seven deadly sins for yeah. a reason. Like. Like this is shit we knew about, you know, and and honestly, gluttony can apply to alcohol because gluttony just means overindulgence. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you're overindulge in food, you're going to get fucking fat. If you're overindulge in alcohol, you're going to wake up with your liver next to you smoking a cigarette going, hey, that was pretty good. <laughs> and if you're if you overindulge in sex, you have a lot of fun. And eventually <laughs> your dick There's, falls off. Mine's still here. <laughs> well, you clearly haven't hit your expiration date or your threshold. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I just, I, it's honestly sex addiction is kind of the same thing with me. Like, I, every time something becomes an addiction, I just get really angry because honest, and, and, and this is the way I feel about it. And you can apply this to so many conversations that these boys have had with me. When you get to the point where people say, uh, well, it's a disease, it's a biological condition, it's, it's, it's something I was born with. It's, these are all fancy ways to say it's not my fucking fault. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I stand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. I'm sorry, but behavior is always your fucking fault. And I apply that to everything in life. If I'm an asshole, it's my fucking fault. That was my behavior. Yeah. You know, yeah. I have owned, I have eaten many a fucking crow. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> sorry. I, ju- I jumped the gun there. <laughs> I, I yeah, humble pie. I am not unfamiliar with the taste of humble pie. I've put my foot in my mouth plenty of times. But again, it's behavior, right? You tell somebody to go. You tell your boss to go fuck himself, and he's going to go wet in your. I'm sorry. I'm addicted to curse words. It's biological. <laughs> I have a disease. I have a disease. I was born this way. You unless you have Tourette's. Cocksucker, motherfucker. <laughs> And then, and then, how you come really people with it. Tourette's never say nice things? How come it's like, you look good today? Like, it's always <laughs> like, like <laughs> it's always dick. bad shit. Why is that? Because <laughs> it sounds better coming out. It's like, Ew. I like your smile. I don't, <laughs> pretty shoes. <laughs> I told you, do you remember my buddy? My, I had a buddy, um, my buddy was Jewish and he was sitting on this. He said he was sitting on the Wait, what do you mean? Was did he, did he's he dead now. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, he said he was sitting on the the bus, uh, the public transportation. And this was probably forty years, nah, no, thirty years ago, and uh, sitting on public transportation. And this guy looks over at him, and clearly the guy must have had Tourette's or something. But the guy just looks him square in the face, and at the top of his lungs screams, "Fucking Jew!" <laughs> <laughs> and and he's and then the my buddy looks in with these big wild eyes, and. The guy goes, I'm sorry, I have Tourette's. And he goes, no, that's fine, buddy. I just wanted to know how you knew. <laughs> <laughs> like that Mild, was a big question. Yeah, was like, yeah, like how, how did you, you know I was Jewish? Yeah. <laughs> um, mildly off topic, but there's, and I'll have to find this account again. There's an Instagram account with this young girl who has Tourette's and she just like has a great sense of humor about it and just like films herself doing daily shit. Is she British? Yes. You see yeah, her like trying to like make cupcakes and shit. And she has like physical tics as well as oh, vocal stuff. Oh, I mean, my- I feel bad for her, but it's funny. I don't feel bad for her because she's doing that. She's, she's monetizing money, it, homie. And, and she's laughing at herself. Yeah, I guarantee if, you if, they have medication to control Tourette's. So I guarantee you she doesn't take her medication just to film those fucking videos. <laughs> yeah, but it's fucking glorious. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, so uh, as a, as a follow up on this, we did receive uh, some emails from mm-hmm. back the beginning of last month. 
Mm -hmm. that I purposely haven't even brought up because when we first talked about how we were going, we were teasing the hell out of when we all were together to do these episodes. So we don't have enough time to get into one particular email from our boy, St. Anger, um, that I kind of scanned through tonight because he said, hey, you might want to pre-read it. And I kind of like just like skimmed through it and got some highlights and we're going to we're going to want to read that one. Um, yep. Because I'm going to double check with him. I'm sure he's listening to this. Uh, just do a follow up message that we're cool to uh, to read that. Um, but I think we are. Um, and then a couple other emails that we'll, we'll get to. But uh, that was weird. But yeah, we got I got your emails. Um, I'm behind on emails. It is what it is. Eat a dick. I don't care. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. And then I got some listener jokes too that I haven't lined up for tonight because I wanted to do a round two of um, how close to the line can we (laughs) tiptoe? Well, Uh I I hope that you guys enjoyed our take on addiction. Um, I I mean, it's kind of, we're not experts, but we're telling you, ultimately we're telling you, if you think you have a problem, go get help, right? Like, yeah. If there are any experts listening, hit us up. Fuck I'd yeah. love to. Yeah, we'd love to bring you in and and ask but, genuine questions while simultaneously poking fun. At- like, not all people are good at math. Not all people are good at singing. Not all people are good at sports. I am one of the not good at math or good at sports guys. Some people aren't. Like, some people drink alcohol and they go, yeah, yeah, you know, nah, I'm good. Some people drink it and are like, no, this is fine. I'll drink it once in a while. And then some people are like, this is, this is, uh, this is, I'm enjoying this. This is the best ever. Uh, I could have this with every meal. And it's just, and some people don't have a governor to know when to stop. Some people can have like three or four drinks and go, Ooh, I'm feeling a little tipsy. I need to stop before it turns into a shit show. And there's people that just fucking double down and hammer on and just keep going and then end up uh, with regrets the next morning. And, And genetics do play a role. For example, I went to a DUI class. I've told this story before, but not, I think to this, this part of it went to a DUI class. They asked us who wanted to participate in the wet lab. Wet lab is where you actually have a couple I did of people that. get drunk. Yeah. You get drunk. And then other people have to test you. Right. Yeah. And so one of the guys that was supposed to stay sober overnight, so he could come in the next day and drink. When you yeah, say- what's up, Margo? When you say test you, are you talking about like John Claude Van Damme in Kickboxer test you? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I had to put my hands in like knapsack or uh, burlap sacks full of sand. Had to do, and, the silly, uh, that silly, that silly drunk dancing with your your clapping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like, yeah, and then get jumped by a bunch of people. So I, they had me brought in as an alternate. So I had to start an hour. I had to start drinking after everybody had about an hour head start on me, and the guy running the test yeah. was like that is uh, not a problem for you he well he goes uh can you drink doubles i'm like is there any other kind <laughs> like <laughs> don't offend me by offering me singles fucker you know and so he started feeding me doubles so i could catch up and so oh, that my blood alcohol level would be at a, a specific point for the testing process so couple hours later we go into the room to be tested and it was a, a room full of cops and they broke us off into groups and had to go to each group and they could do all the field sobriety tests dude out of probably 30 cops in the room two of them said that they would arrest me and that when they said are you sure they'd say mm, i'm not positive but i'm willing to roll the dice the other 28 were like 
No, he's he's fine. They thought I was the ringer. I was a point one two. Wow. Well, and I'm not saying that to brag. I'm just saying that I didn't realize what my blood alcohol level was. I just yeah. knew. I they asked me to do the test. I did the test. I felt like I had been drinking, but I didn't feel crazy and did, they, did they monitor your your bac throughout and ask you because yep. i didn't mind in yep. phoenix i volunteered because i knew somebody who was with uh dps and i got picked up by a cop in an unmarked car drove me over there yep you know had my little card and you'd walk up to the mr bartender and they'd write down what you're drinking and the time and then you go yep. do the whole little yeah they yeah, did all they that asking me, would you, would you yep. drive and i'm like yeah i'm like i know i shouldn't but i can Right. And so that was the thing. Like they'd, they'd have us fill out these, they'd, they'd check our symptoms. They'd write down what we drank every, you know, so often and they'd test our blood alcohol level. And when we, we all reached a certain point, they brought us in there to be tested. And that was the thing is all the other people. And they actually said at the debrief, they're like, we like when we have guys like this, he goes, you, you just got to understand some people are genetically predisposed to be able to hold their alcohol. And when, yeah. when they get out of the car, they're walking, talking They're They may seem a little, you're like, oh, hmm, he probably had oh, a glass of wine with dinner. He's fine. But you, you, you know, make them blow and they're, they're over the legal limit. And that's part of genetics. Some people can literally, that, that's, oh, that guy can't hold his alcohol. Well, yeah, that's an actual thing. Yeah. So, just talk to a fucking Native American. They'll tell you. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's for sure. They're whole so I just, I want people to understand like, there, there is something to be said for the phrase, you know, well, only you know if you're an alcoholic, right? I hate that idea because then it, it puts you in this catch 22 where you're like, they're like, oh, are you an alcoholic? Oh, you say, am I an alcoholic? And they go, well, only you can say if you're an alcoholic. Yeah. And then you go, and then well, you then go, I'm not an alcoholic. And they're like, ah, well, denial. that's exactly what alcoholics say. <laughs> denial. <laughs> yep. And then you go, well, wait, do you think I'm an alcoholic? And they're like, ah, I can't say that because only you can tell you if you're an alcoholic. Yeah. And then you say, well, I'm shit. not an alcoholic. And then they go, ah, that's exactly what an alcoholic. <laughs> and yep. around the merry-go-round. So, but there is something to the idea that if you guys think you're having a problem, you got a fucking problem. You got a problem. Right. Like, yeah, you if, if it's, think if it's popped into your head, if it's popped yeah. into your head, like, oh, wow, maybe I have a problem. You got a fucking problem. That's that's your brain. Tell that's your little red flag in your brain going, hey, hey, hey. And some people can say I have a problem and they can put down the bottle for a couple of months and then reintroduce it into their regime. Right. And, yeah. And, and other people are literally so traumatized that or wired for the reward system that they are like, no, I will just keep doing this until I'm dead or you dry me out and be advised. Uh, if you don't know this, there are only two classifications of drugs in the world that the withdrawals will kill you. You guys want to guess what those two are alcohol and heroin, alcohol and nicotine. I'm going to say sex. <laughs> all it I'm like chronic, blue balls, man. I'm like chronic masturbation and you know saying like <laughs> it's, uh, depressants like um Xanax, sure. right, uh, right. benzodiazepines, and alcohol. All the barbs, all the barb yep, all, all the depressants. Alcohol is a depressant. Yep. And then there's all the 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 barbs, the uh 
the barbiturates that are depressants as well. And with withdrawing from those will kill you. You can withdraw. You could be a meth user for years and you go through the withdrawals. It won't kill you. Heroin sucks. You're going to feel <clears> terrible, <throat> but it won't kill you. But what's crazy is that those are two of the most regulated, highly illegal drugs around. And yet you get to alcohol, which is completely legal past a certain age. And the withdrawals from alcohol will 100% kill you if they get bad enough. What's the other uh, one? You said there were two presents. Oh, okay. Xanax yeah. and like shit? Xanax, barbiturates, those kinds of things. Okay, you you detox no, from that, you'll just crash and die. There's no worse hangover than a fucking Xanax hangover. Ain't no hangover like a Xanax hangover. <laughs> Fucks you up for hours. You feel like you just drank like a whole bottle of wine, and you're. It like, doesn't God, hit me that hard man. afterwards because I pop a few when I do my MRIs. Oh really? Yeah, I had one for a flight that was prescribed, and like the next morning, I was like, "Oh, what the fuck, dude!" It was it hurt, hmm. and it makes hey, uh, it a little bit. Without so as problems, we so. as we come to the end of the show, I just have I have a question for you guys. I have an answer. Let's see if they match. What is brown and rhymes with Snoop? <laughs> poop Dr. Dre <laughs> <laughs> shit hey uh what's better than <laughs> what's better than winning a gold medal at the Paralympics oh I know that's what what walking <laughs> oh <laughs> what's the that difference between a, a golfer and a skydiver what a golfer says whack damn and this guy never says, damn, whack. <laughs> <laughs> Why does Stephen Hawking or Stephen Hawking uh, Stephen, do one line? First yeah. Well, it's the P. So why yeah. does Stephen Hawking do one liners? Why? Because he can't stand up. <laughs> or I should say. <laughs> What's the difference between a circus and a sorority? What? One's a cunning array of stunts. <laughs> hey what do you uh what do you call a pirate that pisses on people what r kelly <laughs> how many how many men does it does it take oh, to open a beer how many how many none it should be open by the time she brings it to you nice oh, uh, uh, nice. why shouldn't you hire a midget chef <laughs> Why? Why? The stakes are too high. <laughs> oh my god! So a Thai woman runs into a wall. What does she break? <laughs> oh no! I, don't, I have no idea. Uh -huh. Her boner. <laughs> oh, lady boy! Oh. Did you know real real men don't wear pink? Oh yeah. Yeah, they eat it. Hey -o. <laughs> oh. Doctor uh doctor told me the other day, he said, Sir, you'll have to stop masturbating. And I said, Why? And he goes, Because I'm trying to examine you. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw this kid on the street the other day wearing just like rags and just like shitty clothes. And I went up to him and I said, Hey, are you an orphan? And he goes, Yeah, what gave me away? I said, Your parents. <laughs> why do why do men always give their jackets to their women when they're cold why 
who wants a blowjob from a woman who is shaking with uh, shaking with her teeth. <laughs> oh. uh, so two oh, whales walk wrong. in and two whales walk into a bar. And the first one, <laughs> first one says, and the second one says, shut up, Steve, you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't there a pregnant Barbie doll? Why? Ken came into the box. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> right, you guys want a closer? Oh, I, I possibly. Okay, I'll save the rest. Do you have a closer? I, I think I do. Okay, then let's you try can it out. Let's you try should, it out. You should try this is a this is a this is a participation one. All right. Okay. I, I don't. Okay. I want to go on the record by saying I don't trust Matt. Go ahead. So <laughs> there's four there's four black roosters. Okay. I don't trust Matt. <laughs> on a fence, already right after tonight. Ah, there's four black roosters on a fence, right? Okay. God. How many beaks are there? Four. Um. Four. Very good. Four. Okay. Four. How how many wings are there? Eight. Eight. Very good. How many feet are there? Eight. No, eight. no none. Yeah. yeah, no, there's claws. Yeah, yeah, well, okay, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. okay. Eight. Okay. okay. So now a cat walks up to the bottom of the fence and is staring up at the at the at the at the birds, right? How many teeth does that cat have? I have no fucking idea. I have no I don't know how many fucking teeth a cat has. Yeah. You guys know more about black cocks than you do about pussy? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Alright. I've got one more minute. Are you ready? Yeah. What is what is uh what do I twelve inch buying a twelve inch foot long from Subway and hiring a hooker have in common? What? Both could have been avoided if your wife had done her fucking job. Damn! <laughs> you guys, I got a new favorite sex position before we go. Okay, what? I call the JFK, right? I oh, splatter no. all over her while she's trying, while she screams and tries to get out of my car. <laughs> you have been in rare form <laughs> the last couple of weeks. And on that note... I think that's your closer, folks. We'll that's see the one? Okay. Oh, I got it. Yeah, well, I mean, well, yeah, how do you follow that? Yeah, I'll tell you how you follow know, that. Follow you want to know how you follow that? You, you know why there's, you know why uh, oh, no. ARs, you know why ARs in the U.S. have 30 rounds in the magazine? You'll find out next week. Oh, oh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good night.